Thank you all for tuning in again to the Standard Bridge Journal podcast. Um, we're just a little bit excited. I'm excited. Um, what we're going to be talking about this time around is Mark and a couple other guys went to Allen County, um, Indiana, for a stand presentation, and uh, he refused to tell me anything about this trip. Um, and I just, all I heard was a tornado. That's it. I didn't hear anything more tornado and barns blown away, um, or anything less. So, um, that's kind of what we're going to be covering today. I thought the last week's, um, you know, Wade Wilcox had given us that recording, uh, from Delmer and I actually got to meet the, um, the other guy, I forget his name right now, just off the top of my head, Eli, Eli Bontrager maybe. And I I got to meet him here this last week. Um, just randomly. So that was, that was pretty neat. Um, but very excited to hear what they had going on as far as horse sales and stuff. We're kind of in the, in the more of the slower season heading into, uh, you know, we've got some big driving sales coming up and then obviously the breeding season is in high gear, uh, right now. Um, stand presentations are about over with, uh, this might've been the last one. So Chup standard bread yep. sale is, uh, April 19th, 20th, no, 14, 15, uh, along with that is uh, actually that's a busy weekend. There's three or yeah. four stuff I should be doing that weekend. Chup standard bread sale is I think that's Saturday sale. Friday afternoon they got some stuff going on. I'm sure the funny goggles come out or something. Uh, but then equine affair is uh, 13, 14, 15. There um, <clears throat> we're going to be. Um, actually, I've never been there, but. I think we're supposed to be there. We got a booth there and set up stuff. Uh, we're doing like a roadster demo, or I think Ryan Rick's taking care of it. But we're going to have a booth there, so we're doing that. And then um, Pleasant Ridge Equine has got an open house. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot that's about Friday that. Friday night, Friday, Friday the fourteenth, and then fifteenth. This new Paris Equine Center. Interesting thing. I want to go there if I can. Um, they have the Dare Ranch ponies um, there. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Hackney, the Friesian. Friesian Hackney, Hackney ponies, and then he's got Dean Woodbury there, Blue Ribbon. He's going to be there hooking the six. So that's going <laughs> to plan on having a crowd. Um, I just saw that advertised and talked with him out there in, in Allen County this weekend, so he was pretty fired up about it. Yeah, so. just curious who all went or what, what's what's about this Allen County deal. Or I, I didn't even know there was something going on out there, guilty me, um, until you guys were like, hey, yeah, we're going out to Allen County. Um, and I actually think I saw you guys – uh, leave. Did you stop in at Paul Kaufman's office there? Yeah, in yep, Apple Creek. Lived. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we gotcha. There. Uh, we went with uh, Mervin, Mervin Burkholder that started working for him. Oh, gotcha. Stuff. Mm-hmm. So we stopped in there. Yeah, stopped there. Um, <clears throat> so quick rundown: uh, the stallion presentation in Allen County, um, Mail and Schmucker, uh, Nova Equine. Yeah. And then yeah. is it uh, what's his cousin's name? Mark Schmucker, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. I- I just know him when I see him. Um, it was pretty interesting. We uh, they have this new auction facility there that they just built, um, and uh, they used. I think they used to have like some type of. I think they have some sales there, maybe mm-hmm. three or four mm-hmm. of them a year. Um, and then they just got done building a brand new horse barn stall barn um, right beside it. And that's super nice. They got a nice little track there and everything. But uh, I was freaked out. We come out there. Well, we ended up going Thursday night already. We went to uh, Matt Schwartz, and um, we stayed there for the night. We might as well wouldn't have gone to bed. You would, yeah, I was ready to say you probably didn't. Get, <laughs> you stayed there for the night. You didn't we sleep there. there for yeah. the night. Um, so that was all good. The, the worst thing that, um, that really happened that I kind of hated all at once that, like, 
one thirty in the morning when I asked Matt what time he's going to be getting up because I figured he yeah. would maybe, you know, he said, well, I. We, we, we don't like to get the calves out of their routine of feeding, and uh, we usually get up at uh, 3.30 in the morning. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess we kind of – but they were kind of – they didn't want to settle down. They were kind of fired up that we were – so we talked horses all night. It was, oh, man. They were so interesting. And just – it was so – like, and I just I – I, I get a kick out of just going there. We were at his place for a full day. And just living with them, yeah, and just being there, watching the kids. Like they got this little boy; he's two years old, and he used he was born deaf. And uh, like a year ago, they did these implants uh-huh. or something, and he can he can listen to you. Yeah. Now. He's the sweetest little boy ever. Uh, just stuff like that. Just that's so exciting, you know. And he was showing me all the little colts the next day out in the stalls. You know, he's like, go go, and you know he he, he yeah. doesn't quite talk yeah. like a two year old doesn't, but it's just sweet. Um, but yeah, we. Um, Went to the stallion presentation. Uh, biggest freak out of the whole thing there was, well, it's, the stallion presentation in itself is different than a lot. It's kind of like the Monhope one here. Yeah. But they, I, I think the crowd there, um, which is a very young, energetic crowd, they're the young kids, uh-huh. the little boys and stuff, they're so into horses. And I knew they're, you know, aggressive and into horses and stuff, but... Um, they value these ponies and stuff. I mean, some of these ponies came in there, spotted ponies, you know, just nice little 30, 40 inches, shot up, and they had them checked high, and they were cracking whips. This is like, you know, kind of opposite from yeah. what I'm used yeah. to. I mean, ponies, you know, a lot of times you want to yeah. have them tame. I mean, they took this pretty serious. These were, I mean, fat and slick and just, it was, and they, it, it's kind of, it's kind of a different, <clears throat> like, they value everything, and there was something there for everybody. Are you um, serious? And, uh, I mean, they had a halflinger there. They had um, Dutch harness. They had Frisians, a lot of Dutch harness and Frisians, more than you see anywhere else probably. And um, standard breads. They had Belgians. They had Pertrons, Gypsy Vanners. It was – Are you s- – You could have mixed up a Pepsi Mountain Dew Cross if you would have wanted to. I mean, it was – anything and everything through each other so it was like it was it was very interesting and uh so uh Malin Schmucker the young kid mm-hmm. these are two young kids that put this event on um they're probably 21 and 5 I'm guessing um so all at once Delmer Delmer Wagler was there started this thing off and all at once this Schmucker boy jumps up there and starts hammering at it just doing the pedigrees you would have thought he did this like are regular I figured this you know he kind of yeah. handles the local uh-huh. sales here and I asked Delmer and he said oh no this is first time out and I was just freaked so I talked with him afterward and um he said oh yeah he wants to he wants to get into this this is his dream and he yeah. said do you really think I was like and I was like uh yeah you, you did a great job <laughs> so we got to get him on the block we have to this find kid yeah. was unreal he knew his horses he could talk I was just flat out I was blown away like I thought he did a great job um, and, um, the other thing it just impressed me, like there's two young kids that put this event on and all they want to do is just have a great horse event. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, afterwards there was whip races going on and it was long stories, but, uh, yeah, that kind of wrapped up the stallion presentation there. Um, I guess, uh, Mon- we had Monarch out there. He tore it up. Uh, his stud fee actually ended up bringing 4,500. 
Um, one thing we did there is, um, so a good friend of mine in the draft horses, Cody Woodbury was there <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he, uh, we've been friends since little boys, you know, and we were watching horses drive there in the afternoon and we've always talked already. He said, Oh man, I like to have a nice road horse sometime, you know, take him to the Royal or something and show him. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, and then we were watching Monarch drive and I said, Hey, um, <clears throat> Do you still want to drive a road horse like a standard bread or something? He was like, oh, yeah, which one can I drive? I said, ha. I bet you could drive ha. this one you want. And so minute later, here comes Robert up, like right in front of yeah. him. He's letting him rest there a little bit. And I said, hey, <clears throat> uh, could, could we have him driving a little bit? He was like, ah, uh, yeah, let me let me take another round and meet me out back. We set him in the cart. He goes down the road with this horse. Ha. And I mean, flat out flying. <laughs> I bet he was going 30. It ha. was unreal. <laughs> It was so funny, and he turns around, comes back just faster. <laughs> I was so scared. I was, I was say, sure he's going to lay him on the side. <laughs> I bet Robert stood there like, oh, man. Well, this kid's used yeah. to driving a six oh, yeah. or an eight. Now, he was like, he's in control of this thing. He got it, man. <laughs> and he was wide open. He came up, and he says, probably the funnest thing I'll do all year. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, that was just, there was so much stuff that happened this last weekend that was just plum like stuff that doesn't happen just regular. And it's, I think a big part of it is going into somewhere you've never been before and it's brand new and just going in there with an open mind and just yeah. see how these people, you can go in there in Holland County and get the feel of how the, how they operate and, you know, how the people think how they you know and it's just they're 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 a pretty wound up group of people i mean they're excited. aggressive they're very aggressive yeah um and that actually talking about aggressive so um as a lot of you know there was a couple hours after the stein presentation there was a pretty bad tornado went through there i knew there was warnings um and there were storms going on in the evening as this thing was coming to an end there was thunderstorms going through and stuff kind of windy but <clears throat> so we left for Topeka, and uh, the next morning, uh, Delmer calls me and said, "Hey, pretty bad storm went through through uh, Allen County last night. Severe damage. Nobody hurt." And so um, we called Matt, and he said, uh, "Yeah, it it took my it took my one cap iron down," and I was like, "Oh no!" So what happened is, uh, yeah, it basically took. One of their, um, actually, between Matt and John, I guess it took down three barns, I think. I think, yeah, John uh, they had have two. Their, yeah, his was kind of where he keeps his horses in. It's an older pole building. He had some hay in there and a couple horses, just portable stalls and stuff. And then it took that one, and then the back he had his big, where the calves are in, like the ones on feed. It took John and Matt's, both of those barns it took it was probably a i don't know is it an 80 by 150 barns and it basically ripped them up it just kind of lifted them off and tore them up in the next hundred yards a couple hundred yards as it went through the field it was just there is scrap everywhere but <clears throat> this is the big thing that talking about aggression and being in a aggressive community is we pulled in there that happened one o'clock in the morning and did you drive back down then yeah well we had left our trailer there so uh so we drove in there like two o'clock in the afternoon and 
there was no, I mean, it looked like they're ready to start building the port walls still standing there and everything. Everything was cleaned up. I uh-uh. mean, everything. And they, they had this big old barn. And this thing was, I mean, there was still, you know, dumpster sitting there with all the scrap metal in it. And there's a fire going on, big old fire going on. But they had this whole thing cleaned up. And I said, Matt, I figured we were going to be here all afternoon and clean this thing up. And he said, oh, no, no, there's about uh, 60 to 80 people here today and cleaned it all up. He said about 730, here come the work trucks. It was Saturday no morning. Way. All these work trucks just rolled in there. Every one of them had a big old skitty on the back. They just went out and just whoosh, cleaned the whole yeah. thing up. He was just, he was, he was so humbled by it that the community came in like that, so crazy. But I think they were, they live in the very north part of the community, and I don't think there was that much damage to the Down in the, the main you know, uh, and that's one big part, you know, it's just a couple of them there. And they were just, I mean, they were just wrapping it up as we got in there. And it was 12 hours later. That Unreal. is crazy. That 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 shows you something and these, about a community these, there. And a community effort is just phenomenal. And we see that, it seems like, I was just telling, we watched a uh, rerun up here. We had a little mishap uh, in the mid-high horse sale. We had that open buggy tip with, with a guy in it. He came back to watch the video. He was okay and whatever. But it's amazing how many people run to help when something happens. And that's something that I think us as like horse in, in the horse community, um, you know, if we struggle with, you know, we have got people investing heavily in horses, some not as much. But to be always be willing to, to help out. I think, you know, even them, I heard about it this morning and I thought, man, I wonder, but you answered my question right there. I mean, this thing is cleaned up. And they're probably who knows they're probably built by now already. Well, and we were probably not done building yet, but we were. Yeah. Uh, we then after we left there, we went to like Ben Graber and his boys. Yeah, they wanted to send a mare home with us, um, and um, they have like metal shop, and I'm not sure what all. They have a couple of different companies and stuff. And he said, "Oh yeah, we're um, we still got guys over there working right now. We have a shift going on right now because we're making <laughs> material to go on there. And this is a Saturday afternoon late. Yeah. You know, they were just cranking it. They just make so that it happens. Um, so yeah, I'm sure they have wow. a lot of help and wow. stuff. But talking about helping each other, I was listening to um, another podcast in the Draft Horses the the Redrive, and." Um, I think it was one of the regular guys, uh, Kyle Forsyth, Mark Hostetler, and then I, mm-hmm. they had uh, Shipshawana Harness Bob on there. Mm-hmm. And he's been in there for years already. And he's kind of a – he's not he, – he doesn't have horses himself, but he sells mm-hmm. tack. I mean, he's the Amazon for these guys. And um, they were just talking about that same thing about helping each other and how they appreciate that, that sport. And they were talking specifically about showing draft horses – um, they're all like, it's super competitive, but the minute that he's, he was referring to one moment, one incident in Lansing once where they were showing the six and the one guy bent him around or something had a mishap and snapped a swing pole. And he said, boom, just a minute around here come three different guys, straight competitors running with a swing pole so that that guy can finish his class. He said, that's a, he, what yeah. he was saying is that's a true sport. It is. You could have said, ah, you know what, unhitch, you know, it's your, but they came with a piece of equipment of their own so that that guy could actually finish the class and they were flat competitors. That's, that's a true sport there. You're exactly right. And I think it's like that for the most part in our industry that we're it in. Is. I think there's a, but, but you know, if you're a guy, I also know that it is human nature. 
it is human nature to kind of stand on the sidelines and think, <laughs> yeah, see how it goes for you there, buddy. You know, <laughs> that is human nature. And if if we can do that, just look at how, how much better we can become. I think we're a lot of us are working, you know, I think we're all working toward the better good. We're trying to better the standard. Just look at the standard bread industry as a whole, how much better it is than it was years ago. Um, just from people working together and making things happen. You know, the young guys coming in. Just talk with a young guy this morning. Um, wants to start breaking colts. Wants to start doing things like that. Um, there's a need for guys like that. And if you're in that situation, uh, I do guarantee you you can call pretty much any trainer right now that's in the top five and i won't do any names but you guys probably know there's 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 those top guys that always come in and they're at the top call them and they're going to be willing to help you i guarantee every one of you everyone you can go work for them for a couple weeks exactly if you want learn like go to school basically they'll teach you they'll just hey it's 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 here for everybody but fortunately i think john and uh Nothing. Nothing got hurt. No animals. Now he did lose a couple calves. Maybe. Yeah, I think like eight um, calves. Or yeah, but, but the so, horses. The, the horses, horses were, were all okay. Fine and, and yeah, the one barn had a. We were there the day before looking at uh, a mare and a colt, and that those were the barn that got taken down. That's a nice little monarch colt. Um, <laughs> and it was just they can be so lucky because I mean it. It <sighs> is unreal. Matt said they all woke up right when this thing was going through. Him and his wife and the kids. And the reason they woke up is because the whole house was shaking. He said he never felt something like it. It was the whole house was shaking. And he said it was so bad. The windows were all shut, of course, but the the curtains, <laughs> he would have thought the windows were over. The curtains were moving so bad. That is how crazy the house was. This tornado was maybe just like 100 yards wide, I'm going to say. It's a path that he took. Yeah. And he passed right behind that house. I mean, it, it must ah, oh, it's just, and all it did, it took a couple soffits out and a piece of fascia cover. <laughs> They're just, it's, it's fortunate. Unreal. It is. Because if, if it would have, I mean, that would be so such a disaster if he would have ripped that house up That's and took crazy. somebody's life. Oh, it could have. You know, so it could easy. have so easily. Wind is something that. Uh, wind. I'm more, and I shouldn't be, but when it is windy, like last summer, we had a couple that one windstorm that went down through Benton and Mount Hope, whatever. And and me and my wife, I said, this is actually we are not in control. That's when oh, you yeah. realize you are not in control. I mean, this is totally out of your control. Mm-hmm. Um, but blessings on them. I mean. I tell you, and also Richard, I haven't talked to him um, since his fire. Uh, they had a little fire, you know, obviously there, as mm-hmm. you guys probably all heard already. But um, definitely it's stuff that happens. Stuff like this is going to happen. Um, but but if we're here to help each other out, I think it's just great. Kind of excited this week coming up. Um, we have, the uh, you know, a little school field trip thing going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's kind of that. coming, coming on Wednesday. Um, I know Mark's been heavily involved in this, not me as much. Um, but Mark's been, uh, helping get together. We have a subcommittee and, uh, that has been working and maybe you can tell them a little bit more about it, Mark, cause I know you and you and the subcommittee have been in contact quite a bit. Yeah. It's basically, um, we were wanting to kind of do a little bit of a educational thing, um, you know, is to give back to the community and stuff. Um, so, uh, we started, our goal of course is to do this, like not only here, but, in Pennsylvania and in Indiana, and I know one place we're going to do it, and that's going to be in Allen County. Uh, oh. But <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's just that would be an inter- interesting oh, yeah. place because the kids really took an interest in the yeah. horses, yeah. Um, and um, 
But what we're doing is basically it's an educational event for its school a school field trip is actually a long story short what it really is there's four different farms that are open uh, where they it's all scheduled out each school goes in this farm and they're here for maybe an hour and they have like each place then after, you know they have a little farm tour and stuff show what they do and stuff and then they have um, they have a speaker a little seminar of some type for the school kids there. Um, and uh, so one place their bombing harness is going to be there, and they're going to be uh, talking about, um, I think they're Harness. harnessing yeah. a horse and tying a horse maybe. Uh, one place, um, Joe Mullet Sheriff's are going to be there uh, talking about road safety. Um, another place is going to be general overall health of the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a topic on buying horses or ponies or whatever. Um, stuff to look for and stuff like that. I'm sure, that's going to be an eight-hour session. Um. <laughs> I told them I'll try to keep it. They told me 20 minutes if I can, and I was like, gee, I mean, literally, hello. How am I going to? But uh, but then they all meet here at the event center. Uh, we have a dinner here for all the all eight schools come here. And, um, yeah, it's something. I think all the schools are bringing the whole school. And then, you know, a handful of parents or parents who ever want to go. Um, so it's going to be, I think we're kind of doing it in this area. Uh, this is the first year we're doing it. We're just planning it out. Um, and our goal is, I'm not sure how all it's going to pan out yet. We got to do it, see how it goes and then plan from there what we want to do, but probably going to end up doing it in a couple different areas. Um, just because shoot. It's not just this area that makes this happen. Well, exactly. We it's coming out of the to, Standard Bread yeah. Journal as a nonprofit. It's something so we want to give back to the community. It's we got to do it in all the different communities. Yeah. So that's going to be it. Uh, something that's going to be happening. And I got Beth. Um, she's going to be writing a little article. Oh, that'll about be it. nice. I'll have it that in the spring issue. And it's one of those deals where you know, just like you said, the reason we're doing it here locally, it just wouldn't have made sense to try to go outside of local to try to do this for the first time because we don't know what's going to go wrong yet and how we want to structure it. But it's definitely something that we want to keep on pushing. And, you know, definitely, probably, you know, we're going to have to put committees in different parts to take Mm -hmm. care of it. Um, And I'm sure, you know, if you guys have interest in something like that, call us. Um, not saying that boom, we'll do it here this year yet, but maybe down the road we can get something together. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, the journal's coming out, coming right along. Uh, Mark's always doing a good job on that thing. Um, I'm excited Comes to see out, this next uh, one. April 26th. It'll be in the mailboxes, you know, the first, second week of May. Yeah. Um, it adds, seems like forever since we got the last one. I don't know why it's that. Well, way. the reason is, and I guarantee you a lot of the subscribers are thinking the same thing. But if you look, I moved our our January issue usually comes out the second week in January, mm-hmm. and I moved that up one week to the fourth, so that there's a lot of horses that went to Harrisburg exactly. and wanted to exactly. advertise. Yep. So I moved that up a week, and then so I have the same issue for the spring issue uh, with Memorial Sale horses. A lot of them aren't ready. Usually we have a deadline of uh, oh, let's yeah. see, let, last mm-hmm. part of March uh, or. Mi- middle of March usually it'd be yeah it would actually be coming out next week usually we yeah. moved it out a full two and a half weeks so that the guys that are you know driving horses for the memorial sale they want to advertise uh we moved it out so they have a better the yeah. horses are better and stuff yep. so that gives and then the summer issue will be right on top of us as soon as we're I mean that's going to be we've got our work cut out a month, that's for so sure so it's uh, uh definitely definitely thank you to all the subscribers um just 
without you guys, we couldn't make this stuff happen. Yeah. Um, subscribers and advertisers. But, yeah, looking forward to a good week, guys. We hope everybody listening has a good week. Springtime's a-coming. Sun's a-shining. Um, and looks like we're going to have 70 degrees tomorrow. So let's keep it rolling. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>